0: Welcome back to Peace Learn Health. I am your host, Marina, and I am here to educate you, inspire you on your wellness, mindfulness, and inner journey to self improvement. I am so honored and so happy today to talk to you guys about our special guest, Lois Hollis. Lois Hollis has been in the health field for many years. And she was a nurse for over 30 years. And she has been going through so many um, accomplishments over her life. And she suffered from abusive childhood traumas and from various depressions. And she also dealt with um, many guilt hidden in her um, life. And so now she has improved her health through holistic remedies and emotional counseling, and she is an expert at shame and guilt. And so without further ado, today's podcast is all about shame and guilt. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I truly am grateful that I got to speak To her, and
1: here's the podcast.
0: Today, I would like to introduce you to our special guest, Lois Hollis. Hi, Lois, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you?
0: Good. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay, Um, I'm 76, and um, I don't want to take the whole hours talking about my life. So, I had many, many things. So, um, what are you asking in particular?
0: So can you tell us a little bit of what you do as far as, um, with your education and can you tell us a little bit about yourself, whether, you know, you want to tell us about your background and what you can tell us about, um, just so people could get to know
1: you. Okay. Um, my whole life has been about health. I started at 12 years old as a nurse's aide and I continue now, um, I had a very abusive uh, childhood, which led to many brain traumas and dyslexia, of course, and near-death experience and many other spiritual experiences. So my life has been a little bit different in that regards that I always saw angels, but I thought that everybody did. Uh, I didn't really know that until I started um, my work that I'm doing now. That's why I created films so people can see what I see.
0: Okay, great. So can you uh, tell us a, a little bit about your films?
1: Um, I Right now I have, dis- about 20 years ago, I was really suffering from the traumas and I think everybody knows about the trauma from abuse. And after therapy, I felt pretty good. Like I didn't want to kill myself anymore. I just was surviving, but I wanted more. And that's when I found out about shame and guilt. A person asked me, what do I do about shame and guilt? And I said, I don't know. And that started the mission. You know how you have an aha moment? Well, this was my aha moment. And at that time, I did much research and I was so happy Marie, because I found out that shame and guilt is what I needed to take care of. I didn't have to take care of my depression and anxiety and anger and hatred and everything else. All I had to do was clear shame and guilt. I was like really excited and I was able to access the shame and guilt that I was carrying through the soul speak method that I use and I changed all, everything healed. Um, My hair got not gray. I got younger, and everybody in Sedona was like, what are you doing? I want to do it. And that's how I started my career. People just came from me from all walks of life, and they were in therapy for years and years, and I would sit down and talk with them about shaming guilt for about one or two sessions, and they were fine. And I got so tired of saying the same thing over and over again, Maureen. I had to write a book. Because I'm like, I can't talk this anymore. So I wrote a book and I said, Read my book. And, but a lot of people couldn't understand it. In fact, shame and guilt is like a taboo set. Um, you can't talk about it. Like I was invited to talk to many uh, different conferences and speakers, and they said, What is your topic? And I would say, Shame and guilt. And they said, Oh, no, we don't talk about that because that doesn't exist. So now after the virus and everything turned upside down, people say, oh, I love your topic. So that's why I'm talking now on podcast, because people are finally understanding that shame and guilt does exist and you can get rid of it. But you have to know what it is to get rid of it. And that's what I have is information that really is not out there yet. So you're very honored to um, get this information that so Mm -hmm. important for all of us.
0: Great. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more about your healing journey?
1: Um, Well, the main thing was I was, um, well, I'm a nurse and I have four or five doctors in the family. And I was told that I would probably die around 50 because I had a very leaky valve, my mitral valve. And my heart was so deformed and the ventricle muscle wasn't working. So they really couldn't do any surgery. And I had so many brain traumas and I had severe, severe scoliosis and my shoulders were turned in and um, I couldn't get out of bed very well. I couldn't walk very well. So I was um, they were right. I probably wouldn't have made it. And but I did. because I found an incredible healer and many chiropractors. And then I found the shame and guilt. And after I did the emotional work, the body start really responding. Shame and guilt really destroys our um, nervous system and it causes different deformities within us. So uh, my big turning point was discovering that shame and guilt was the problem that I had, but everybody had that problem. It's like... I wasn't you know, un, unusual. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to tell people. I want to help people. This is my job, job. And I'm really good at it. I can just help people like in an hour that they've been struggling for years. And people aren't really sick with mental illnesses. It's just that they don't have the right information about shame and guilt. And so I, I'm just so committed to talk about it and help people. It's just very, it's hard, but it's simple. So my healing journey has really led me to my job job, so to speak.
0: Great. So can you tell us what would be one of your idle um, tips if someone feels a sense of guilt? And how can they go ahead and forgive themselves in the process?
1: Okay, forgiveness is incomplete. Maureen, if everyone could say, I forgive myself, we would have no more problems in life, correct? It's a little bit more than say in the words. You actually have to find the problem and fix the problem. Forgiveness is incomplete without removing shame and guilt. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you're
0: trying to say they have to work on their inner self in order for them to get to the point of forgiveness.
1: Exactly. And it's really forgiveness is automatic. You don't have to say, I forgive you or I forgive myself. I mean, it's nice words to say, but it really doesn't do anything. And, it's, and, and the reason I'm saying this is not to be um, critical. I'm saying this because people feel more guilt. God forgave myself. Why am I still feeling guilty? Does okay, that make sense?
0: Yes, that makes total sense, of course.
1: Because so, people say, I've forgiven myself. I forgave my mother and my father, and I still feel so bad. And so I'm just, I am just—I must just be a bad person because it's not working. I've gotten that so many times. And I said, it is not your fault. It's you do not have the right information. Okay, there's a lot of information out there that says shame is bad and guilt is good. Are you, uh, are you familiar with that?
0: Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Okay. Shame and guilt are the same. Okay. As a nurse, as a medical person, if you have a bacteria and it affects your lungs, they call it pneumonia. Okay. If you have the same bacteria in your liver, they call it hepatitis. Mm -hmm. If you have it in your brain, they call it meningitis. Okay. I'm being overly simplified and, Please forgive me if there's doctors on the line. But I'm needing to make a point. Shame and guilt is an energy. If it's in your unconscious mind, it's called shame. And if it's in your conscious mind, they call it guilt. But it's the same energy. It is not separate. It's just that people have labeled it differently. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, of course. It does. Yes.
1: So in order to get rid of guilt, you cannot get rid of guilt. The only way to get rid of guilt is to get rid of the shame that's fueling the guilt. Okay. Okay. Now that's a different approach because people say, oh, guilt is fine. You need guilt to be uh, moral. Uh, You need, no, you don't. You shouldn't do things out of guilt. You just need to do it because it's the right thing. And I think we're all raising to a higher consciousness now. And that's why I was attracted to your podcast because you still you deal in the spiritual realm. And that's where we're all heading. So we need to do things because it's just the right thing to do. Not because yeah. I'll feel guilty if I don't help my daughter uh, move or something or my friend move. I feel really guilty. So I better do that because I'm not going to feel guilty. And that's what most people feel. And the best thing is to know that shame and guilt are the same. And I have um, information on that in, on my website. And I don't want to take up too much time about one thing. I'm, I want to plant seeds so that people can, I can move along. So when you feel guilty, I would suggest for you to say, Hi, guilt. What are you trying to tell me? Always write to the emotion. And that's my the soul speak that I have um, developed. But a lot of people use in part therapy. So that's like, I'm glad people are. So, like when you feel angry, say, Hi, anger. What do you want to tell me? Thank you so much for ta- coming to me. And so it, is,
0: is that something you kind of suggest is like a sense of, Knowing how to journal things out, is that something you would give as an advice?
1: Yes, I would say journal it out, and eventually, these parts are going to talk to you. And again, there's a video on this on my website. Um, I had in fact, I have a whole video about the parts talking to me. So, hi, anger, how are you? Thank you so much. Anger is a part of you, it's not a bad part, but the you know, anger, every emotion has a positive and a negative aspect to it anger is the negative aspect and passion is the positive aspect depression is the negative aspect to one emotion and compassion is the positive side so, so go ahead
0: so what what would you say to someone who is dealing with the sense of the whole like a sense of society and how they are feeling guilty for going ahead and saying, you know, I feel fat and I want to feel skinny. And how would you say that's a way of going about shame and guilt? Because that that's a lot of energy based on shame and guilt. Yeah. So what, how would you go ahead and work around that?
1: I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's huge. And I've, wor- I've worked with every kinds of different uh, person, you know. So shame is uni- universal, even though some people don't agree with me, but they will in five years. I would say, yeah. hi, body. Hi, my body. Thank you so much for talking to me. I want to know, how, who are you? Now, you're not going to get an answer sometimes right away, but some people get like so much answers it's like incredible they said I can't believe this I said but it's true and the clients that I have I have them journal and I have them send their journaling to me so I can ask more questions to them so that's how you get a dialogue with yourself you talk to yourself I got very tired Marina by talking to therapists I decided to talk to my emotions instead of talking to somebody else right Okay, I mean, I'm not saying therapists are bad. I'm just saying that there comes a point you got to talk to yourself, right? Yeah,
0: because that's your higher self. You know, that's what exactly at the end of the day. Yeah,
1: you you understand that? So, if someone has a problem with guilt, high guilt, what are you trying to tell me? Um, high uh, body, what are you telling me? What do I need to know from you? Thank you. So always be grateful. Thank you. so, Because some some people don't, they, their parts are so in shame that they won't even talk to you. So you have to keep on talking. You know how it is with a foreign person. You're like, you bring them a breakfast and you, you take them out to lunch. You, you wine and dine them before they talk to you, right? It's the same thing with their self. So I would suggest people that are hearing this, If they're sad or depressed, just say, hi, sadness. A couple of them had, I don't want to talk. So thank you, I don't want to talk. Can you write to me? There's just, you have to be very creative. Now, shaving, is is there any more questions on that, Maureen? Because I really want to get that across to people. That's one thing they can do.
0: Of course, of course, tell tell us a little bit more about that. Go ahead.
1: Because that's that's I want to have takeaways, you know, like this was a, this was helpful. If I can just take one or two things from this, um, I did well. And that's what I want to do for you to make it, you know, important. So, write and write and write. And write and uh people can always email me about something. Um I'm I'm here to help people and Don't ever deny your emotions. People say always be positive. That's very true. But the poor negative ones don't get a voice. We have to give our negativity a voice. And they have to be heard. And you'll find incredible things that come forward to you. Now, shame and guilt is not an emotion. Okay? Shame and guilt. Is an energy field. You understand this because you are deal with that that uh, affect our emotions. Shame and guilt does not belong to the human race. Shame and guilt is not ours to own or to give. Okay, but we have to deal with it because it's here. Right, but we don't give it any energy. Shame when. If I may say one more um, takeaway, our language is such that, oh, isn't that a shame that she lost her wallet? Or isn't it a shame that the um, tennis team didn't win? I would say remove shame and guilt from your language. It's sad that someone lost their pocketbook or it's unfortunate but don't say the word shame.
0: Okay, so what would you suggest in that case? What word do you feel like would be more powerful?
1: It's so sad that I lost my pocketbook today. It's not a shame, it's sad, it's unfortunate. Or people say, oh, I'm so, it's such a shame that somebody died, they were so important in life. I'm going, no, it's very sad. It's unfortunate, but be careful of your language. If you can do one thing is don't use shame in your language. OK, you can say, I feel shame and I need to work on the shame that I have. But don't say it in your normal conversation because you're giving it energy.
0: OK, that makes well, sense.
1: That yes, makes it. Makes sense. And, and, you'll, and people are like, oh, my God, I never realized I said that. Oh, my God, people use that all the time. It's so it's such a shame that people wear masks and they can't go out and see their friends. Oh, it's so such a shame. No, it isn't. It's sad. It's unfortunate. It's crazy. Uh, you can do a lot of adjectives, but don't use the word shame.
0: Right. So what would be your suggestion when it comes down to the whole idea of this energy that you're talking about? Like, what is your... Prime um, suggestion when someone comes to you, what does your sessions look like if someone comes to you directly and wants some kind of advice or just wants to have a 15 minute call with you? What does that look like?
1: Okay, I my main point is to tell people that they're not inferior, they don't have low, low self esteem, they haven't been given the wrong deal in life. They just have shame and guilt and it's not their fault. Shame and guilt has been put upon us to make us feel lesser than. But if we know that, that's a big, that's like getting on first base. At least I know who my enemy is. I am not my own enemy. Shame and guilt is my enemy. Mm. I'm redirecting it. Okay. Okay. So
0: what I'm getting from this is basically a lot of just working on shadows and working on yourself and a lot of your higher self. So when it comes to um, when, like I mentioned, um, someone who, who comes to you, what is your main, main advice to them besides just the idea of shame and guilt? Is there any specific exercise that you suggest to them that Mm
1: -hmm. I would suggest that two things number one and you can formulate this however you want whenever you do something it doesn't matter if it's good or bad I did good say that to yourself we have to redo our mindset like I'm so happy that I was able to fix the settings on my computer so I could hear Marina. I did so good. I'm complimenting myself. Okay. Um, I did so good in that interview I did. Or I did so good in burning the biscuits one more time. I'm really good at burning things. You know, you just have to keep on telling yourself whatever you do that day. Don't say, oh, shoot, I messed that one up. Wow, I really did a great job in messing it up. I'm good. I'm trying to change our language to ourselves. Mm, Okay.
0: So like a positive outlook to things.
1: Well, not so much a positive outlook, but a positive compliment. Okay. Okay. You did so good, Lois, because in my world and in a lot of other people's world, I was always told I'm stupid because I was dyslexic and I had brain traumas. So I was told that I was stupid. So I had to keep on redoing that. And a lot of us are told that in maybe not the the words, but in their actions. Oh, you can't do that or you can't do that or something like that. And you have to keep complimenting yourself, even if you just had direction to someone's house, and you drove there, and you found it, I did good. You'd be surprised how interesting and how your life changes just by doing that one, one thing.
0: And so when it comes down to that, you said your journey to being dyslexic, right? Correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. How did that make you feel? As far as the whole idea of shame and guilt, like how? What did you learn from that? From that, just that idea of, you know, someone, someone just putting you in that idea of "quote unquote" stupid, but you know that you were better than that. So, what, what do you feel like you can take away where you can tell people, look, I can do better than that. I'm, I'm much, you know, okay.
1: Yeah, Bef- um, years ago, I believed that, so I couldn't tell myself I was good. I was—I t- believed that so desperately. That's why I was so crippled with um, deformities because my whole body caved in. I believed I wasn't any good. I didn't. So that's why you had to talk to me first to build up my confidence, so I could tell my inner self that I was good. OK, so um, when I journaled to myself, I could see myself at um, seven, eight years old standing in front of the classroom trying to read. But I couldn't read because I had dyslexia and all the brain traumas the the words would keep moving. And that's the syndrome that people have with brain traumas. And I remember that time and I I see the shame and the guilt that I took on from the teachers, the students, my friends, my parents, and I actually just took it out of me when I'm seven years old and threw it away. That's how you can release the shame and guilt, but you have to find it to get rid of it. And that's what I help my clients do. So that's why the journaling is important because you can then get in touch with the, 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 ages inside of you that have carried the shame. See, they, your inner self carries the shame. Your outer self doesn't. So you have to find it to get rid of it. And it's not that complicated. Once you start talking to yourself. and you, The main thing is to believe that you are good. And again, as I keep saying, the, the problem is shame and guilt. So that right away separates you from being bad or being inferior or being uh, not smart enough. Uh, can, can, you, can you see that?
0: Yeah, I, I totally understand. So can you tell us where we can find you if there's someone that's out there that's searching for that um, therapy, help. for shame or, yes, for help or shame and guilt? Can you tell us where we can find you?
1: Yes, Uh, my website is Lois, L-O-I-S, Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S dot com. That's Lois, L-O-I-S, Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S dot com. And on my website, I have some videos you can listen to, and I have all my contact information. And I do give a 15-minute free session just like we're talking now, and it's gonna be more specific if a person comes with a specific um, problem, I can at least guide them in the right direction.
0: Of course. So can you tell us, is there any um, new projects or anything that you're working on, a film or a documentary that you're working on right now?
1: Yes, I'm working on um, a film, which I've always wanted to create and it's called I'm Good. And it will be released in January. So you okay. can always catch up with me on my website to see how that's going. And I'm making shame and guilt visible to prove that it does exist and how to get rid of it. That's the only way I know how to do it. And also, uh, if you sign up on my newsletter, I offer um, a free ebook, and it's called 500 Questions, One Answer.
0: The Great. Five-
1: and what i what i have done is i put together 500 questions about things uh, mental health that people have asked me and they only have the answer of shame and guilt so it gives you the idea of how widespread ubiquitous and damaging is shame and guilt which we don't know we, we don't know that we just feel bad but we don't mentally know what it is so that's my whole Uh, strategy is first to help people recognize that shame and guilt is everywhere, which is great because that's all we have to get rid of. We don't have to work on our depression. We don't have to work on anxiety. We don't have to work on the hurt. We just work on shame and guilt.
0: Great. So you mentioned earlier that you have a book. Can you tell us a little bit more about your book?
1: Uh, Well, I have a couple books. Uh, Which one were you interested in?
0: Can you just tell us um the ones that you have available right now?
1: Okay, I have um you know the uh, ebook, and it's in twenty five sections, so it's going to take you a few months to go through it, which is great. You can have a lot of reading. The next book I have is emotion. Um, is, let me get it up here. Emotional revolution equals evolution, releasing shame and guilt. And I have that on my website. And then the other book I have is Now is the Time. And that's my spiritual readings that were given to me. And it's called Light Language. And if you read them, it actually, on a subliminal level, helps you to reconnect your soul and your heart together. And they're like a prayer, like you would read it every day, and every time you read it, you'll get a different um, feeling about it oh
0: that's that's beautiful that sounds really amazing. yeah,
1: you would like that marina, uh, because it's right in what you're speaking about that's
0: beautiful so is there any um, anywhere we can find you as far as is there any of those books that are in Amazon, or are there specifically special to your website, they're
1: all in my website. Uh, that would be the best place to um, to find things. Right. and um, th- people can only call me and talk with me easily. I I'm on a mission. God gave me. God sent me back. I had a near death experience, so God sent me back. I have a lot of work to do. So this is my job.
0: Great. Is there any? Anything last, any um, things that you would like to tell our listeners um, about yourself or anything that you feel like resonates at this moment that you would like to tell them?
1: Well, if everybody's very interested in aging, I, you know, there's a lot on aging right now. And the more shame and guilt you release, the younger you look. I've seen it happen in so, so many people. Especially myself. It's amazing. Now, I can't go on TV and say, I guarantee you'll look younger, but I'm talking (laughs) about the energy. You just have a more holistic energy because the seven year old that I saw in myself that was carrying the shame and guilt. Once I released the shame and guilt from the seven year old of me, she now was healed. And she gave me the seven-year-old energy. She wasn't recessed anymore. That's the reason why you look better, because you're reviving the inner parts of yourself. Very interesting. It's very interesting.
0: Nice.
1: Beautiful. It is.
0: Can can you tell um, our listeners, our last question for today, can you tell us what to you means peace, learn, and health?
1: Well, peace is when my negative parts aren't fighting with my positive parts. That's the war that everybody has. Love is, gosh, I don't think we even know what love is, but it's a feeling of happiness. And I've had that feeling that once all the kids inside of me were happy, it was the most loving experience, like it. I even felt warmth throughout my body. And you have the right approach, Marita, with learning. It's all about learning. We have so many wonderful things out there today. And I was really happy to connect with you because we really need to know these secrets that are not around and they're not in mainstream yet.
0: Yes, especially now.
1: Especially now, which is great. I am so happy because I have had a couple people come to me. They said, I love your topic. I tell you, 20 years ago, I never thought that would ever happen. (laughs) I never thought it would happen. So God uses everything for good. I like to leave that message. God uses everything for good. Of course. And is there
0: any um, last words as far as health that you would like to tell our listeners?
1: Oh, that's a big question. Uh, I, I juice vegetables, and that's why I'm still really healthy. I've been doing that for 20 years when my liver wasn't working, and I wasn't living very well. And uh, it was the juicing of vegetables that saved my life, and I still juice almost every day. I get my vegetables from the farm, and I go home, and I juice them, and that's my breakfast.
0: What's your, your most favorite one that you go to? Because a lot of people are into the celery thing. Are you into the celery thing as well?
1: Um, that probably is, has its benefit, but um, dandelion greens.
0: Ooh, okay. And
1: um, are really the highest vegetable that you can use, they have the highest nutrient dense level. And uh, they also incre- incredibly heal the liver. And, the, and they're also a di- di- diabetics, I mean diuretic, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so I elected to use uh, the dandelion greens and I still use them. With, and if you're just starting out with juicing, just try organic carrots and they'll get you started. I mean, I know people that have been cured of very bad diseases just by juicing carrots. But there's one tip I'm going to give you. Whenever you juice vegetables make sure you filter out the pulp the pulp is not good it's very toxic
0: <laughs> I personally I'm um I love actually having smoothies so I'm more like of the fiber person but I know a lot of people actually benefit a lot from the juicing because it's taking out the fiber. So there's a lot of like pros and cons about the fiber versus not fiber. So there's that as well.
1: Yeah. I'm (laughs) going to leave you one more tip. Of course. Never juice vegetables and fruits together.
0: Mm, Never.
1: Never. Because it actually counteracts their action. Now, you can put an apple in in some vegetable juicing, but never put – they do a lot of smoothies now. And I'm just telling you from 20 years' experience, never juice – because I did – I juiced vegetables, and then I juiced fruit. And I put them together, and it actually starts foaming and being really horrible looking. (laughs) So anyway, that's just my two cents for today. Great. Thank
0: you so much. I I love speaking to you. And I am so glad that you're part of our podcast. And thank you so much again. Thank
1: you. Good luck to you
0: all. Thank you for tuning in to Peace Learn Health. If you want to be a guest in the show, all you have to do is send me a pitch by going ahead and telling me what you want to talk about. Whether it's about spirituality, whether it's about going ahead and talking about health, mindfulness, or your own self-improvement journey. And in order to do that, just email me at peacelearnhealth at com. Podcast disclaimer. Make sure you talk to your medical advisor or a professional advisor